Could a strange substance found by a southwest Arkansas man be part of a government test? The uh, Russians are actually helping to do is to bring a large reactor online. UFO over China. According to reports, an airport in Inner Mongolia was forced to shut down to prevent passenger jets from crashing into the unidentified flying object. Another clear failure of the American government to protect our national security. There are fears that the H1N1 virus has now mutated and resembles the... Well, now back to that mysterious missile launch, the bright... There's been a lot of buzz over the last few weeks about strange sounds... Sudden deaths of tens of thousands of fish... Welcome to the Border Realm Podcast, the dividing line between what you know and what you don't know. What you believe is up to you. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Border Realm. We are a podcast about all things supernatural, conspiracy theory, UFOs, everything out there that is unexplained. I'm joined here by my very lovely co-host, the very open-minded Emily Maya Mills. Hello. And by our skeptic, Jeff Sloniger. Hey. I'm Mike Costantini. <laughs> Welcome to another episode. This is actually part two of our series on the Mayan countdown to December 21st, 2012. Coming close. We're getting very close. We are now less than two weeks away. So I'm going to start off with the news before we get into it. 7.3 earthquake happened last week in Japan. Caused a tidal wave three feet in size. My friend Dave, who lives in Tokyo, felt it. Said it was a very long quake. Uh, everybody's okay, no damage, um, but kind of interesting. I mean, it's still pretty active over there. About a year to the, since the last one. Pretty much to the date, yeah. 7.3, and that's pretty strong uh, aftershock from, from a year ago, if it is an aftershock. <laughs> is that possible, a year later? I yeah. Know. I mean, is it's it? the same fault line? as the same fault line. Oh, I, I believe it is, yeah. I think it's not done moving. That was from CNN. MSNBC, midday today, there's a 7.7 earthquake off of Indonesia. Mm. Very deep in the ocean now. It could be the same fault line. They're not sure yet which fault it is, but the one that caused that massive tidal wave that killed 500,000 people. Mm -hmm. So this one was so deep in the ocean that they, uh, it didn't register, no, no tidal wave or anything like that. So it was felt in various spots in Indonesia. Syria, things are continuing to escalate. They are now continuing to uh, ramp up their chemical weapons, and that's when it starts getting serious because... Uh, if they attack with chemical weapons, sarin gas uh, in particular, it's a really, really bad death. And uh, that's when all the nations are going to get involved and no telling what will happen then. Dig a hole, get a shed. See what, nah. well, we'll see. We're watching that situation very close. North Korea has delayed a long range test missile launch. It was supposed to go off on December 21st, believe it or not. Wow. Um, mm. Now they've delayed it to December 29th. So obviously the North Koreans believe that the world will go on. Their, uh, their <laughs> missile launches have actually not been that successful. Uh, they've had a lot of problems, although North Korea is telling its own people that they're very successful and they're reaching the United States, but they currently aren't. So we'll see what happens with North Korea. They're such a closed-off entity, it's kind of incredible. We have some fan mail that I want to get to before we oh, get into everything. Part. Wow. All right. So first one is from Janet Sabato from Kingsford, Iowa. I have heard that rumbling sound that you have talked about. We have been hearing it for three weeks. We ran outside to see if we could see what was causing the sound. And what we found was a convoy of military vehicles what? going through the town. In night, at nighttime? Nighttime. Mm, nighttime. We have not heard them since. 
Whoa. I, I don't know, Janet. That's pretty weird, and I'd be freaked out if I saw like a military convoy. Anything military related. Yeah, can we say right now to the U.S. military, please explain yourself? Yeah. Mike, I'd love send, to, but I doubt, they'll, I doubt they will uh, explain anything to us. They'll probably shut us down. Uh, no, that's interesting. I mean, it, I don't know if it could be related. Uh, you know, there's, there's military movements across the country. We see trains with tanks on them and everything. It could have just been a random occurrence. Who knows? But uh, obviously, they're hearing the sounds, and people are writing in about it. So, wonder if it's a helicopter. What if it's helicopters? Well, I mean, I had a freak out the other night uh, in Did Los Feliz. Yeah, yeah, well, I mean, I live in Los Feliz and there was like so much um, uh, sort of helicopter activity in the sky. But there were all these like weird situations where I could tell what the helicopter was because there were three lights, one on the point of the tail, yeah. and two sort of parallel with the body of the plane. And then there would be this huge sort of bright bright light um vehicle of some kind that they were hovering near each other and one would move and then the other would follow it and i couldn't quite figure out what was going on and i i was freaked out i definitely was like all right well uh, aliens are here now what did you try to <laughs> did you try filming with your phone did you try filming with your no, phone no that would have been good i grabbed a bunch of neighbors who asked, asked me how high i was <laughs> and, yeah that is uh, a question made them watch it and then i did tweet something and somebody responded um uh that it was a lost hiker in griffith park oh, I heard oh about so that. they're searching for him which right oh you don't sure. believe it you don't believe it good story good story on a cliff yeah yeah i'm so sure one time uh i saw some lights moving and then i saw little lights coming out of the big light and i recorded it and i sent it in I called TMZ of all news sources, <laughs> and I was like, "You want to buy this video off me? I don't know what it is." And wait, uh, TMZ? TMZ? They don't really investigate <laughs> they, UFOs. No, do they? but I they mean, buy videos, and if if yeah, there's a UFO the, sighting uh, in Los Angeles, they would buy it. CN, CNN would buy that too. They would. They would tell me I'm crazy, but you know what it turned out to be? It was the. Uh, it was like the Navy SEALs. There was a movie about like our Navy SEALs or something. I forget what it was Being called. Yeah. Oh, no, it was like the premiere and people were parachuting out of <laughs> helicopters <laughs> <laughs> to the premiere, to the red carpet. And I was like, oh. So it wasn't never actors mind. being attacked. It was actors attacking. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Great. But you saw UFO is what you're saying. And you think the news report of the Griffith Park stranded hiker is all bullshit cover up. Wow. Wow. We'll never know. The lady never, never know. says. <laughs> Next one is from Tim Albuas from New Hampshire. Great show on the Mayans. I heard that the Spanish destroyed most of the writings because they labeled them as the devil's writings. And that's actually true. Um, when I was researching a lot of this, um, part of the reason that they did destroy the Spanish conquistadors, did destroy a lot of their writing was, was because they actually felt that some of this was what a demonic people would would leave in writings hmm. because it dealt with destruction and things like that there's a huge part of the mayans that we still don't know because all of that was destroyed hmm. they destroyed huge chunks of it we'll, hmm. we'll get in that later but that's like a very heavy-handed way of being like i don't like your attitude <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you need a little positivity adjustment i'm gonna erase your your history <laughs> because of your attitude you're pessimist come on 
But that's what that's what a lot of conquerors would do. They'd go into towns and burn their villages and destroy everything they have. Mm-hmm. They might have thought too that there was some kind of spiritual thing going on that was other than yeah, and if, if what they knew and they were afraid of it or whatever. That's different religion. Why. That would be scary if sure. you never if you said, if I found a book in my apartment that said devil's writing like in the walls or something. I'd be like. Uh, I'm moving and I'm destroying this. Even uh, though, or if you found the Necronomicon, let's say, yeah, whatever that is, <laughs> throw the book the of the dead. Yeah. Oh book yeah, of the dead, the dead yeah. book. You could just uh, watch Evil Dead to to see that. Oh, no thanks. Uh, Scott, oh, that's J- good. Actually, I like that. <laughs> <Never>. <laughs> Scott- I just said no. I'm so used to saying no thanks to Mike. <laughs> Scott Jackson, Toluca, Ohio. Great show, guys. Really enjoying it. Enjoyed the Mothman episode. I like how Jeff is a jackass and you guys pull him in. Oh, oh, come on. Thanks, Scott. Come on, jackass. But he likes the show, so I'm, yeah. he likes your, your attitude, Jeff, so don't change. Well, you know, if if there's a monster dressed as <laughs> as a moth, then if I'm a jackass about it, that's okay. Yeah, it's interesting that you're the jackass, the one who doesn't think there's a man dressed up <laughs> like a moth. <laughs> you fool. You fool. <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> there's a moth. <laughs> man moth. <laughs> All right, and then uh, last one is from Ben Talbo, and he lives in northern wyoming and he just said hey guys great show enjoying the chemistry i like how jeff just tries to walk over everything you say mike and you just keep plowing forward <laughs> no thanks no thanks mike <laughs> <laughs> it just happened it happened naturally right before you read that and then uh, he said emily really like you on the show you have a nice interesting perspective thank you yeah. well, you get a lot of fans emily you are getting a lot of fans oh god there's probably more that are asking you out, too. I just haven't read them yet. <laughs> and yeah, that's another thing. I have gotten quite a few about asking Emily out. Yeah. Uh, you know, come on, guys. Let, let, let's, let's, hey. let's be gentlemen here. And let's... Uh, if you could show proof of any of these topics we're talking about, hey, maybe Emily yeah. might be impressed. Write in about the topics, all right? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, that's true. Emily may... Maybe Emily Or at the very go. least, as my mother would say... Mm-hmm. Doesn't hurt to cast a wide net. Yeah. Whoa! Um, you know, we could mother do was too. the town whore, right? <laughs> hey. Jeff, a lot could, of fish in that net. What? Yeah. What we could do is uh, we could auction Emily off for a date. Hey, yeah. no, I'm just kidding. She I'm will kidding. not come back alive. <laughs> with these. Will not come back alive. <laughs> the date will come to pick me up in an ATV that will ride off into the dunes and never return. <laughs> I saw the lights going. Hey, to the sky at least I'll disappear. survive. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Emily. Yeah, everybody wants you in their boat. Yeah, or their underground, their ark, their underground bunker, bunker. bunker. Maybe you'll get a nice underground bunker with a, a dog and you know, oh, what fireplace. A dream. A dream. Yeah. <laughs> the dream come true. That's a dream. <laughs> Plenty of stockpile. Who knows? But uh, keep up those emails. Like we, we love the feedback and everything. And uh, yeah, if you yeah, want, guys, you're, saying, you're telling Emily us a lot of interesting stuff out there. So please, you know, keep your eyes and ears out there and yeah. let us know what's going on. Yeah, especially if you've had first-hand experience. That's really yeah. fascinating because we're just over here speculating and, you know, I we live in a place with w- way too much activity to kind of actually have experiences like that or run into odd things. So mm-hmm. Yeah, living in a big city, it's tough because... Uh, there's always noise to some degree, and it's noise that can be pretty easily explained. Gunshots, helicopters, uh, Gun airplanes, tr- you know, traffic. Uh, Gunshots. Gunshots. Well, I mean, really quickly to tell a quick story. Yeah, over, sure. over last week, uh, the Thanksgiving break, we, my brother and I went up to go uh, visit some land that had been in our family for a while. It's just undeveloped wood 
um, up Highway 1. And we wanted to sort of see, because well, basically it's been abandoned. My parents built a cabin by hand in the early 70s, and uh, we used to go up there all the time, and then we didn't. And it's almost like it's been overtaken by, you know, the earth and things have grown over. And um, we were just kind of trying to see, though, if it had been settled by people cooking meth or something. (laughs) (laughs) Or just wafers. Or Or wafers, yeah. Yeah. So, Because it really is the middle of nowhere. And so we went up to check it out. It it was a little scary. Um, But so we realized there hadn't been any sort of human activity at the time. That was obvious, but then right as we were like, okay, obviously someone had ransacked the place at some point. There had yeah. been people there. There's nothing not, in there though, really, to lately. ransack, right? Or- well, just like our old odds and ends, like you know, little scooter bikes and like a cooler or whatever. And uh, then as we started, to, we felt a little bit more comfortable, and we started to leave. And my brother turns around, and points up to the chimney, and there were it was full of bullet holes. Oh my gosh! Then we heard a gunshot. Oh. <laughs> And this is out in the woods. This is out in the woods. In the Bay Area. And, uh, yeah, north of the Bay Area. And then um, we went to go visit a friend who lives up there, a family friend who lives up there. And sure enough, uh, it he was like, yeah, it, the woods are full of tweakers. Oh, <laughs> wow. Like, there are people who live up there so, uh, that have, like, three generations of sort of speed freaks or and or um uh in, insane people a yeah. lot of the time because they have no way of really surviving in like normal <sighs> life will wander off and settle in the woods and there had been like some guy who was uh completely out of his mind who had settled a piece of land down the ravine and as it turned out uh one day they were like hey this land doesn't belong to you it belongs to the government and he was like, ah, whatever. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's whatever crazy people say. I guess you can't get a mentally disabled person off of government land. Oh, really? Yeah. So Good so, to know. Yeah. So he was allowed to stay there until one day he wandered off and nobody knows where he is. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Bottom of Wait, why is that good to know, Jeff? Well, I just act crazy if you need some land. <laughs> <laughs> right? I'll just go to like... I'll go to a park, a national park, and just act crazy. I was going to say, Emily, you know, if all hell breaks loose, I mean, it sounds like you have a place to go. We have kind a spot. Of a way. Yeah. We have a spot. Yeah, good luck. That's a heck of a trick. As you know, we've been uh, we've been really touching heavily on the uh, the Mayan calendar, the end date, December 21st, 2012. Now, this is oh, no. the second of, of two episodes that we'll do. We're going to do one more right before the 21st. I've been doing a little bit more research on the... Um, the Earth's magnetic field. Some interesting stuff, actually. It happens in cycles of 300,000 years. 300,000 years doesn't seem like that long of a time in the wide scheme of things, so I was actually kind of surprised to read that. Mm-hmm. But here's the weird thing. It hasn't happened for 800,000 years since the last, the last shift. So the pattern was 300,000 years up then until 800,000 years ago. Yes, something changed. Now we are 800, around 800, roughly, 800,000 years from the last shift, hmm. which either means we're overdue or something changed. Mm-hmm. It's something that went, uh, you know, something went against the norm. Um, this is interesting, too. Before a magnetic shift, the Earth warms. Hmm. Global warming. The Earth warms. Now, this was, you know, years and years before mankind came along. We do know, scientific fact, that when the Earth warms, we're heading into an ice age. Mm. Okay? So, usually, periods of global warming indicate an oncoming ice age. Mm. And then things go back to normal. 
But it looks like the Earth's magnetic shifts are kind of tied into this as well. Now, the odd thing is, like right now, we are in a, in a heightened state of global warming. I mean, the Earth is warming. Mm-hmm. We're not going to argue with you whether mankind is causing it or whether this is just a natural occurrence of the Earth. Okay? It's happened before. Maybe we are uh, you know, pushing it along. But it does seem strange to me that we've gone 800,000 years without this supposed shift. Hmm. Yeah, it's interesting. My dad um, is a huge chaos theory fanatic. Mm-hmm. and um, You should like this show then. Yeah, yeah, totally. But I mean, the, the whole theory behind that is that there is nothing is random. Yeah. Um, that there, even within chaos, there are patterns. Um, and if, if we were, we as uh, humankind are able to track that recurrence, that pattern of 300,000 years uh, for every, between molecular shifts, then it seems we've found a pattern. Now there's a break from the pattern, but yet somehow within nature, there's nothing is random. You know what I mean? So like, mm, I don't know if it's something where we need to sort of project what the possible uh, reasoning is, or if maybe there's some kind of compounding of the distance of time between. So it's like 300,000 years, 300,000 years. And then now it's like going to be, um, from here on out, there's going to be a, a multiplying of the distance, of, you know, the, the time separation between mm-hmm. times. And so if now it's 800,000 years from the last one, maybe the next time it's going to be 24,000, uh, 240,000 years. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I don't, I mean, like this, a pattern. I'm just you're saying, you're saying it's a pattern. Well, in theory, nothing is random. Right. Patterns can change too. There was a scientist that did a research on rogue waves. Until maybe like five years ago, people didn't believe in rogue waves. They thought it was kind of a mariner's tale. Um, but yet, mariners around the ocean have reported getting hit by these rogue waves. And, we, and they've seen damage to the ships accordingly. Um, huge gashes out of the holes taken out of these gigantic ships. So, but no one's ever seen a rogue wave. And... Uh, Lo and behold, they finally found one, and it was off the coast of Africa. What do you mean by found one? They found one through satellite imaging. Okay. It was a wave that was quadruple the size of, of any other wave around it. And what they found was that the waves in the ocean have kind of a normal pattern. Okay? There's a normal pattern to the way the waves work. Mm-hmm. You know, there's an ebb and flow, ebb and flow. It's like mm-hmm. a sine wave mm-hmm. uh, or, you know, any kind of energy yeah. field. <clears throat> But what happens is sometimes that pattern breaks. And then what happens is this wave takes energy from the wave to the right of it and takes energy from the wave to the wave from the wave to the left of it and pulls both of those energies in to create this massive wave. The patterns can't be predicted. They just happen. Mm -hmm. And that was found in the satellite. So as a result of this, they found frequency, though. They found frequency in the areas below uh, Cape Horn, which is all... It's been a notorious spot for weather and things like that. Ships tend to try to avoid Cape Horn. Now, as a result of this study, they avoid these shipping lanes altogether because of the frequency. But here's the point. Waves are patterns in the ocean, but they can be broken. So this idea of every 300,000 years, every 300,000 years, there's no saying that at one point that pattern can just change. 
mm-hmm. because of some random occurrence of the of the magnetic field of the Earth or whatever. Theoretically, they can't find. Uh, theoretically, the patterns are the patterns are random, or the change in pattern is random. But that just means that we don't have enough information. We don't have enough. And that's absolutely true. Future projected information yeah. to to identify the pattern. But if there's there's a skip in the record, you you can't predict it, and that could be random. I, that, that's where I think that's a little bit. Well, oh. no, I mean, here's the thing, like, if, if there's a skip in the record, say some kind of wind factor or human yeah. movement caused the skip in the record, right. seems random, but bear with me, I don't know if this is exactly articulated correctly, but if, if you look at, if you were to project into the future or uh, take all information from all time, there's probably a certain amount of wind or human interference per, you know, record play that causes... A pattern that is traceable, you know what I mean, even with that randomness. And I, I, I actually had this argument with my dad last time I was up there, which was last weekend, that uh, <laughs> he will argue that nothing <laughs> is random. And like, I'm like, what about human thought? Like, what if I just decide to go purple f- assholes or whatever? Um, Gross. <laughs> I don't know. I'd say, get out of my house. <laughs> That's uh, not random. Get out of here. <laughs> disgusting mouth girl (laughs) (laughs) or or even you know in comedy or music like that he would he would suggest that even in freeform jazz right there's there's no such thing as random even though they're not following Mm. any language or um i i I do believe him there because there there is pattern still even in in improv jazz yeah well you follow the pattern like if a pattern if there's a skip in the pattern you follow that and it becomes a new pattern but I, they could be a random mistake or a random something that just happens by accident. Maybe the the drummer's foot slips and, and he doesn't hit a beat or something like that. Or a guitar, you hit the wrong chord and all of a sudden everyone's like, let's follow that chord. I right. mean, isn't that kind of, that's random Or to another me. argument I would make is like, you know, you know, we know comedians. And uh, if I know a few, I can think of specifically who have a very random sense of humor. So the things that come out of their mouth, sometimes you're like, where did that come from? Right. But he would argue that it came from somewhere and that it didn't, it wasn't unrelated to anything and therefore it's traceable. Yeah. I mean, but that's where, it, I mean, of course it came from somewhere. Right. But... It just randomly came out. I like. I, that's like. That's where I. I, I kind. Of, I. If we talk about this, is like a never-ending loop. Certainly. Because you go, oh, uh, that came from something he did earlier in the day, and then you go, oh, that's a pattern, Ooh. right? He's he's taking something from his life and he's saying it right there. But then you go, but that thing happened because he stepped in gum, and then you go, but that's a pattern that he walks that you know it's like yeah but you but, can't you but can't if disprove you were, that theory that's like you can't the disprove Bible. it with with the information that we have but you can theorize that what if you know what if the universe or earth exists uh continually for in you think billions of years into the future mm-hmm. right what if this entire species or our entire like uh human existence uh disappears then right. somehow millions of years in the future regenerates comes back there's some kind of repetition like that record skips again that comedian makes a similar <laughs> random joke uh, like i mean that gets re- that gets <laughs> that gets uh, i'm gonna go on government property kind of <laughs> thinking in a way <laughs> and by the bible when i said it's like the bible i meant like you can't disprove what what people believe in it and if you try to they like a lot of religious people will say well that's the way it 
has to be. And it's well, sort of like, well, I can't argue that. That That's the way it has to be. That's the way God wanted it. How do you argue that? You can't. I, I mean, in a, that's the thing, though, is that like that's what we're doing here. In some ways, I think this podcast is about like really arguing anything yeah. and solving nothing. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, what? I mean, what and gonna... That's our show. Everybody. <laughs> uh, we're just, uh... Yeah. No, Emily, well, one thing I was going to say, though, uh, to your dad's point, I mean, if nothing is random, then that adds a lot of validity to uh, the Mayans. Mm-hmm. Because if nothing is random, it means things can be predicted. Yeah, and I mean, if you if you go back to the the theories that we've talked about before, where like if you separate right and left brain, uh, certain people have uh, more access to intuitive behavior, right? So if their lifestyle was far less complicated, if their knowledge or their factual information was far less complicated in those days, maybe they had more access to that more intuitive side of the brain. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, they had, it's almost like a, a child who has less reason to doubt themselves, you know, uh, maybe, yeah, maybe they were, they had a heightened, um, more mature muscle for, uh, tele, you know, well, the Mayans again, remember, let's, let's remember they, they were very cyclical and they did follow patterns very closely. Um, mathematical problems. They had. They had patterns. Patterns, yeah. Mathematical uh, patterns, anywhere from the seasonal patterns. They, they were excellent farmers because they knew the patterns. They knew um, the patterns of the stars. Um, these were these, these were people that that recognized. They looked a little farther down the line, perhaps. Mm-hmm. And and it goes back to that idea that you know, if if you can. Wrap your head around the idea that nothing is random, that all is pattern, and even in chaos, there is pattern. Then, you know, many people could probably agree that there's human existence and all of human life and language and all of that stuff. Everything is mathematical, mm-hmm. everything breaks down to code in a way. Mm-hmm. And binary my, code. Binary code. <laughs> I myself. <laughs> once, Zeros and ones, Emily. Yeah. Whoa. I was going to say, I myself once accidentally smoked DMT. <laughs> What the fuck? Are you kidding me? (laughs) (laughs) Accidentally? Yes. Wait, no, what is is exactly DMT again? DMT is like, I guess it's some kind of pesticide that that gives... gives, I thought it was an acronym for a drug. I didn't think... It is. But I mean, DMT is used in fertilizers, right? Um, Uh, Yeah, but people smoke it to supposedly uh, access... access, that can't be healthy. Well, <laughs> apparently there's not a lot of health risk to it. And people... Yeah, but DMT is what people avoid in their vegetables because you don't want that in your system. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, I'd like to take my dinner date uh, back. Thank you, Emily. <laughs> no, but Emily, that, that's poison. what, that's what um, you know organic food is all about. It's, it's getting rid of those fertilizers. Well, and DMT has actually been... Proven to, to cause neurological damage in, in the workers that were getting sprayed. <laughs> yeah. All right, yeah. finish and your story. And here I sit before you. <laughs> and I it's was dang- a golden it's, god it's, that it's, night. It's dangerous. It's really, and they banned it, actually. Mike, Mike. Well, there, there She's are, alive. There are in- We've got her here with us. <laughs> she accidentally smoked it. But how do you accidentally? Anyway, go on. No, someone passed me a joint that was laced, and I, you know, didn't know until I yeah. released the breath. Oh. Um, it was green. 
But but it's it's a really insane thing. There are books. Did an on avocado this. came out of your mouth. A big green fog came out of your mouth. Dragon said, well, "No, I, you just smoked, Emily." When I when I said that though, too, Emily, these, these guys are getting sprayed with it day in and day out. I mean, I don't think like you know one little thing is. But anyway, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I hope we're talking about the same thing because, uh, and it sounds like it. But there are there are entire books and people who are very dedicated to this. Um, what what they what they you apparently access is it, uh, a sensation or it releases a chemical that emulates the the sensation or experience of when you are born or when you die. Now, of course, that's not provable the die part, nor right. is really when you're born part. But um, <laughs> uh, I, I'm not sure the science behind that. But I will say that the experience that I had uh, was crazy and. The the Everyone two acting things, like babies afterwards. <laughs> no, the two things I'll say that that uh, were most specifically memorable about that is that we were all sitting around in uh, this room, and at one point I realized that um, communication was occurring before the words were coming out of our mouths. So that was very very clear to me. It was like the the communication. <laughs> I, I know. Okay, finish. Uh, and <laughs> that's that just killing me. <laughs> that and that I could see all the code. It was almost like I could see the the threads. Matrix was out or not out at this time. <laughs> the helixes. Was it on TV <laughs> at the beginning? We were just sitting around watching a movie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and the one other thing I remember really clearly is that I said, and this is another thing where it was like the communication was happening before the words were coming out of our mouth. And I remember the words fell out of my mouth sort of separate from the thought or the communication, or at least so I thought. And I said, wow, we're here. Oh god! <laughs> and people were like, "Where? Where are we?" And I was like, "I really thought that we were at and Nirvana. I thought we were in the Enlightenment. You know that we were all understanding." Kind of creepy. Kind of creepy. Not, if if I saw people talking like that, I walked in like they think they're. I heard you talk before you talked. Well, if you weren't well, in that a, frame, of if mind, I were, it wasn't yeah. in that frame. Right. If I but, didn't I mean, have I pesticides think, on my brain, then. I think it's an example of that um, idea that the the left and right hemisphere is it's, separated, like that TED talk that we referred to before. Oh yeah, the um, uh, Stroke of Insight. The yes. woman that wrote Stroke of Insight. Yeah. Yes, good book too, by the way. Well, there's there's a lot of uh, like I was a personal assistant to this lady in Hollywood. Like, just come on. I mean, she was like typical, like do gooder kind of but still hollywoodish plastic surgery boob job kind of mm-hmm, thing mm-hmm. and uh i can't remember it's like iwazoa or something like that there was this thing where she'd go into like ayahuasca vi- ayahuasca yeah mm-hmm. she went into villages took lsd mm-hmm. well it's not it's not different. lsd but like peyote and yeah, peyote. whatever natural it's a hallucinogenic she would trip. and then and then her her father was a is a big time uh, professor at UCLA. I hope this doesn't get to them. I don't care. I don't, for I don't care, lady. Uh, tell your dad. I don't care. Uh, but anyways, uh, she she would swear that like they were telling the future and all that stuff. And then I was like, oh okay. And I'd listen to her because like, of course, I'm getting a paycheck. So I'm like, uh huh, uh huh. Oh okay. Here's your quinoa that I picked up from Whole Foods. You know that kind of thing. <laughs> and then and then and then uh, she goes, I'm making a documentary about it. I'm like, oh okay. Well, there it is. Like, but I mean, she's telling me that they they tell the future. They like. It's we not, have more insight than it's you. Not and out all of that the realm stuff. Like, of possi- get out of here, Jeff. It's not out of the realm of possibility no, because. Please. For centuries, uh, tribes have been using uh, peyote, various, various natural yeah. and things. And then they look up at the, the sky and see a metal bird and they go, 
throw your spear at yeah, that bird. Some, some people, including the Mayans, you know, they believe that it, it got them to a different level of, of, of insight or a different level of reality from where we are. You see, we, we could very well just have the walls, like, right in front of us, and we can't see past a certain point. Mm-hmm. There may be much more to all of this, but we're just not able to see with oh, our I definitely intellect. I mean, there's got to really? be much yeah. more than what meets the eye here. Hmm. This can't be it. When you look left and you see the light switch on the wall, you look, you look right and you see a door, and, or in traffic, you see a car to your left and a car to your right. There, there's probably a lot more... Like what? The pattern is that, far more intricate. It gets all the way down to the mo- you know, to, to mm-hmm. a molecular level, and even within the molecules, there's pattern within that. And so you're saying if we released a little bit of our opposite side of the brain, we could see molecules. Kind there, of. There is. It's it's been a long time proven fact that we don't use a majority of our brain power. Right. Now, so we would all be like Sherlock Holmes, what, where he's what, like what three steps ahead of people? What people try to do is unlock these different sides of the brain. You know, yeah. I, I think it's possible the, man, the Mayans may have done it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't believe it. They may have seen the patterns to a greater degree. Who knows? Yeah, you know what the Mayans had? They had a lot of time on their hands, so well, exactly. they could stare at the sky well, that's and not figure true, out Jeff. patterns. Actually, that's not true. Um, the Mayans led a life that was very consistent to what, what we do. A lot of Minus the technology. Going to the forest office, baby. I'll be back later. <laughs> uh, I mentioned this in the last in the last episode, but they were a very they had a they were very political. They fought a lot. They had wars. Uh, ultimately, they wiped themselves out because they um, overpopulated the land. They didn't have enough food because they overpopulated, mm-hmm. and they ultimately died out. Mm-hmm. Right. So well, uh, that's they, a big they don't so smart after all. Mayans, well, yeah, well, that's, that's a big true. lesson for. But that's hum- humanity too, in, in some yeah. way. Yeah, we're not so smart either. Yeah, I'm not saying we're smarter than them. <laughs> we're just a big version of them. Exactly. I wanted to get back to uh, and really on quick. The 23rd, though. we're all gonna die. Twenty <clears throat> <laughs> first. That's first. Twenty first. We still don't know the date. Well, the 21st, we're going to get sick. And the 23rd, we'll die from radiation poisoning. it will be a new age. Oh, new age. we'll all be born-again Christians. Oh, yay. Well, yeah, there's a whole two sides to this. And and I I, I will show you how different religions touch on this. But to get back to the um, magnetic shift really quick. Okay. He um, he pointed at me. Did you see that? He told me to be quiet. (laughs) (laughs) I went and saw my friend. Uh, He works at JPL. He's an astrophysicist over there. Brag. Oh. <laughs> how am I bragging? I'm not the okay, astrophysicist. All right. Go ahead, all right. I wish I knew. Like, all right, grumpy. We caught you bragging. <laughs> no, but anyway, right. he was talking about the uh, the magnetic um, field shift, and he said some yeah. interesting things. Um, did, for instance, do you know that right now, the magnetic field is actually uh, the magnetic north, which used to be the North Pole, is now closer to Russia. So it is shifting. It's moving. And another thing is uh, that the magnetic field, like when it does shift completely, it takes 3,000 years for this process to, to happen completely. So every 300,000 years, it takes another 3,000 years just for the, the whole process to be complete. Hmm. So, so if Russia is closer to, the, to what is considered the North now, Pole... Yeah, exactly. Your, does your that compass, mean that it's going to be colder is no it just means further from the sun it it just it just means that where 
the, the magnetism would come up from the poles, the north and south poles. That's where the Earth's magnetism right. like, comes from. Now, if you picture, like, say, like, the North Pole and the South Pole, there's a, there's a little beam, a line, you know, mm-hmm. in between mm-hmm. the Earth. Well, now, and that beam goes straight up and down. Well, now it is tilting, like, 30 degrees to the right. But <clears throat> doesn't... I'm sorry if I'm getting this incorrectly, but uh, it, doesn't it... Like, Where, if, if the poles if the poles at North and South are the point at which we are rotating, they're the axis, mm-hmm. right? Then doesn't that mean that that they spend the least amount of time rotating around and therefore the least amount of time in contact with the sun. What happens is the magnetic field emanates from those north and south points, right? But we're not talking about their relationship to the sun. No, what, what happens is, no, not at all. What happens is, um, here's the best way to put it. A while ago, your compass would have pointed north mm-hmm. and it would have been in a different direction than it points now mm-hmm. because that true north has now moved okay. and is moving slowly. Some say fast, some say slow. Airlines have had to, you know, they have to course correct that because now your true north is off by 30 degrees. So they have to actually, you know, change their uh, airports have to change their coordinates mm-hmm. so that they can, you know, get the right readings. And they had to shut down an airport in Florida I told you guys that um, for two weeks because the uh, the the shift had been so so great that it was like three miles off from the airport. So we're not looking at like uh, things turning inside out on the twenty first. <laughs> no, not necessarily. That it's slowly no. over time. Hey, it well, might. no, it, it, it might. Well, it could. <clears throat> it might. That's not true though, because the ship. The okay, ship, skeptic. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna happen. That's not true. What it's believed is the shift happens simultaneously. Okay. okay, but then what happens is you go through a period where the magnetism of the Earth is very splotchy, mm-hmm. and and it's not protecting us like this kind of bubble anymore. Mm-hmm. Here's the and thing. for three thousand years, it takes it takes it to actually regain the strength to actually completely come from north and south again. We will never know if that's accurate. <laughs> if, like, if it if it's if it shifts all the way and we're gonna hit like uh what is it uh what is a meltdown what you, <laughs> global warming is gonna create our without the magnetic field yeah we have no protection from the radiation from the sun yeah which means we all die and we won't know that mm-hmm. we won't know if that's gonna happen well no we, if you're listening to this podcast you'll never know well that's true uh you may um, it depends on how long it survives. We'll know if we all melt one day. <laughs> eh, it'll probably happen really fast. You get you get like <laughs> radiation poisoning essentially from the sun. You know, like when astronauts go into space, yeah, they have to be protected from the radiation because they're no longer protected by the magnetic field of the Earth. So when when they're in space, that's why part of the reason why it's not just the vacuum of space, but they have to actually be shielded from the radiation. Otherwise, they get bombarded with the uh, right. With radiation, that's not, you know, the body can't take that. Um, you know, that you do know that, you know, the the Earth's magnetic, the magnetic fields are what causes the aurora borealis, the northern lights. Mm-hmm. That's when you see, like, when the sun has, like, particular flares. Mm-hmm. Um, that's when you see, they call them solar storms. What's happening is the radiation from the sun, from those solar flares, are being reflected off the Earth's magnetism. 
And so that creates all those interesting colors that you see in the sky. It looks like a painter's like literally painting the sky in front of you. It's really beautiful, actually. Have you seen but it? That's what's I have. No, I've never seen it. But well, because you have to, you have to usually be up north in Alaska or down south. You know. Mm-hmm. A couple years ago, though, uh, the but sun's the sun's flares were so strong they were seeing it in, in Iowa, Midwest. Yeah, I've heard. Of, so, I remember that. Um, you know, th- that's that's the unusual thing. But now, Jeff. That's not random. You're right. We do I, not know. Huh. Go ahead. Sorry. I, no. She raised still, her hand, by I, the way. I, I'm still <laughs> unclear if north and south is shifting. Mm-hmm. And that, that means that the axis is shifting, right? No. No. Okay. This has nothing to do with the Earth's okay. axis. Okay. This has to do with just the magnetic forces coming out of the Earth. Okay. Okay. That used to be, you know, due north. But now your compasses will actually read slightly different than they would have 30 years ago. But what about 30 you years before that? You don't know it because, because now your true north is closer to Russia. Mm-hmm. But then 30 years before that, it read differently. So it's, exactly. it's a slow change. Also, like we were saying earlier with you know with the news reports about the uh, plate tectonic shifts, but all of this is way more observable now than it was before. Mm-hmm. So, Technology. Right. So yeah. we, have, we, we have no way of knowing if this is a new co- pattern, old according, pattern. According to my friend at JPL, it's now happening faster. Okay, so what they've seen is over the last 100 years, uh, this has actually exponentially, exponentially shifted, okay? Mm. So in other words, where it was shifting at one speed, it's now exponentially getting faster, mm. according to what they, they're finding. What okay? does it say that's so, caused by? Well, no one knows exactly what, what causes it. But here's the thing. Here's the evidence, all right? Um, what do you guys think of when you think of Mars? Like when you look at the surface of Mars, what do you think? Desert. Okay, what else? What I mean, what does it look like to you, Jeff? What do you, what do you think? Baja, California. It looks like a pretty arid place, right? Damn. See, I had I had no way of answering that correctly. He already had his answer. <laughs> no matter what I said, you were going to correct me. Guys, well, because you're fight. being a jackass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you you agree with the guy that yes, wrote the I email? In. You wrote the email. <laughs> Right. <laughs> okay, Although so they're putting the words in my mouth now. Yeah. I'm just getting used to it. Okay, but the thing is, if you ever look at look at some of the pictures from the rovers, okay, yeah. mm-hmm. curiosity, desert hills. It looks like it either looks like um, life did once exist there, but now it looks like it after it looks very close to what it looks like after a nuclear explosion. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. now what they've done, what they've done is they've studied the magnetism on Mars, the magnetic fields <clears throat> on Mars, and guess what they found. <clears throat> It's spotted. It's not there. They have various little splotches, like all over, like bad acne on a kid. Jesus, um, Mike! <laughs> what the hell are you talking attacking about? Attacking children now. I'm trying to, I'm trying to put in terms. <laughs> okay. Okay. So. It's, so, in other words, what what it's happened? It's like a pizza face. Yeah, exactly. On Mars, <laughs> on Mars, it's spotted. Now they found evidence of water on Mars. There could very well have been life on Mars, but what could have happened is. That mag the the magnetism on Mars may have very well shifted. Have and just they never confirmed came back. the water on Mars? Or have it may have happened, it? and it's in that three thousand year period where where uh, we don't we don't know you know if it's coming back or not. So all planets are supposed to have this magnetism, which protects the planet from the. Not all planets, but but the ones that that inhabit life so you're have saying, to have it. But there was one on Mars because they see evidence of it. You're saying that Earth is the colony. 
Uh, there's many theories. <laughs> I, I had a theory. Adam with, and Eve came from Mars I, on the yeah. last ship that left. I had a, those strange, are Bible guys. <laughs> believe it or not, I had a strange theory when I was a kid. Uh-oh. Uh, we had this one astronomer teacher that came in to talk to us. Mm-hmm. Um, and he gave us like a whole lesson on astronomy. And I had this weird thought, like, you know, Mars looks so desolate and, and Mars being so close to Earth. I mean, it's not close, but it is Relatively. close in the relative yeah. scheme of things. What if life existed on Mars at one point and then something happened on Mars that devastated the planet and then somehow part of the, the particles of life on that planet somehow got thrown to Earth? Mm-hmm. Because it does look like did Mars. You sh- did you share that theory in class? Uh, I later, many years later, I, I, I watched a movie, uh, a sci-fi movie, and they talked about that very same thing. I was going to say, too bad we can't ask Ray, Brad- Ray Bradbury. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, after you just passed away, actually. I didn't even bring that up in the news. But yeah, great scientific writer. But the, the fact of the matter is, okay, this is very important. They found that a magnetic field did exist on Mars at one point, and now that it's gone, it's probably the very reason that Mars looks the way it does now. That's what happens when there's no magnetic field protecting a planet. The sun destroys everything because the radiation kills everything. Life can't exist. Plant life, everything. It just, it's out. What if they found caveman bones on Mars? You know what what happened? They would never tell us. You're right. Because at some point, those cavemen made a rock and dirt spaceship and flew to Earth and repopulated the Earth. Now, my my theory, my theory when I was a kid was that if if the planet somehow got struck by a gigantic comet or some meteor that just devastated everything, and that that's not been unheard of. I mean, you know, Jeff, a lot of the 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 stuff that we come from is stardust. We actually did come from out there. We came from the particles that created us came from not on earth, but out there. So it, they were floating around in space, you know? So says the you. concept is a, so no, not you. says me. It says every scientist known to man. Some people that. believe in the Bible. Yes. And they said we came from God's fingertips. Yes, that's true. <laughs> but even if you I believe like in this. God, we didn't come from earth. So you were a weird kid, huh? <laughs> Like having all these weird theories. Act like we aren't. Weren't all? Weren't we all? I mean, that was a dirt ball. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good definition for what I was. So it's important to think about though, because (laughs) listen, that could very well be the future of the Earth if the magnetic field. But we'll never know. Well, that's true. Why would they tell us we're doomed? Well, and it's true. (laughs) The initial shift apparently will happen very fast, but then what happens is you get this period, like on Mars now where it's splotchy and, and just it's not it's not consistent so yeah then what happens is we are no longer protected uh from the sun this is when people have to go underground yeah. and that underground has to be treated with very specific uh alloys in order to keep the radiation out okay that'd be rich like those or developments like total recall right yeah there, Maybe there that, are there are making uh developments in uh what Denver they had one well Denver one. yeah we like talked about Denver many times you and I have yeah. both been to that airport Emily you've probably been there too right mm-hmm. um, so yeah I mean they and, covered you know, up all that hell maybe some of those rumblings are actually people drilling under the earth Who that knows? could be it they sound industrial that's why are we in saying. Mars so, um, one thing I gotta say <laughs> what? <laughs> what? why are we in well, Mars well if you wanna be crazy you think why are we in Mars oh we're just seeing what's going to happen to the earth. I'm saying as of right now, we're digging and we're making colonies underneath the ground and we're going to survive. But 
you guys won't oh, because we won't I mean, give you any info. Well, think about Newt it. Newt Gingrich. Gingrich. Can we take that back? Newt Gingrich. Gingrich. Oh, can't do it. His <laughs> name is hard to say. Newt. <laughs> Old Newtie Poo. Newt Gingrich. Yeah. Good. Was very invested in, uh, you know, exploration and moon colonization specifically. Ooh. Yeah. Because uh, he's a rich ass and people with a lot of money. Yeah. Are Lance like, Bass. Lance Bass. Now I got it. Lance Bass wanted what? to go up to Earth to the moon, right? Did he want to go? Well, there's the, the concept of going to different planets for mining has always uh, been a, a, a problem. Well, there might be uh, gold and silver alloys. I mean, that it, we can get into aliens on that because the reason, one of the main reasons that they think possibly aliens might be here is because of gold. Gold is actually a very precious metal, yeah. not just in our worth, but they may actually it may it may be precious in the universe too. And that gold, uh, that gold could very well be some kind of a uh, uh, an element that they use in conjunction with something that uh, generates their their technology. So somehow this episode is the scariest one to me. Really, mm-hmm. this one? Mm-hmm. Why? Because because we're getting down to the technical aspect of you know the oh, it's destruction not mum- of it's not all mumbo jumbo anymore well no because i think uh it's it's less theoretical yeah you know these that, shifts that are actually the possibility happening, jeff is right in the fact that yeah we still can't and even my friend at jpl is like you know trying to predict i mean he said yeah it is unusual that um you know it, it it's around roughly every three hundred thousand years you know you can't pinpoint it exactly of course but and we said, also yeah. can't really and he know said, what. Yeah, it is strange that maybe eight hundred thousand years has gone by. But in the wide scheme of thing, this is one thing he said. Like in the wide scheme of thing, the difference between three hundred thousand years and eight hundred thousand years really isn't that different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's 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 like having your hair maybe like an inch longer than you usually do. And uh, when you're looking at terms of the universe and the vast millions of years. Then you start getting hundreds of millions of years. Then you start getting into the kind of this big divide. So the idea between 300,000 and 800,000 didn't actually surprise him that much. So, mm-hmm. but he's convinced, he, you know, he's like, yes, eventually the poles will shift again. All right. And, and humankind will not likely survive it unless they have some kind of uh, means to Did- either leave the planet or, uh, uh, go underground or you know protect themselves so um two things didn't we have a conversation with uh, heather campbell oh, about yeah. she someone brought up the fact that th- this has happened before well since humankind has been on the planet the magnetic shift yeah magnetic shift has never happened the um, polar shift the, i mean the polar shift yeah the the polar magnetic pole shifting humans have never experienced it apparently so, yeah, like I said, 800,000 years ago, when I first read 300,000, I'm like, but then then there would have been maybe some recognition because 300,000 isn't that long. And I believe humans were around 300,000 years ago. Yeah. Now, 800,000 years ago, it's a little longer, but it's enough to say, like, hey, maybe there's no evidence, you know, that, that the only evidence is, 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 is the lava rocks themselves. Okay. The... Um, the lava rocks are magnetized. They have little crystals, and that's how they know. Like right now, they point north. Many years ago, they pointed south. You know, mm. and that's how they know that these shifts have, have occurred. Mm. So, as far as like uh, humans getting off the Earth, 
Could we just like hover above somewhere? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That works. Uh, can, we well, all yeah. Jump, can we all jump in? You got millions and billions and trillions of dollars, sure, to, to put everybody, everybody up in rockets. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. But even then. Yeah. You know, even Star then. Wars. These, these, you ever seen that movie? That's mm. our future. Astronauts mm, yeah. are, you know what? Astronauts are a huge risk uh, for is solar flares. Okay. For that exact reason, they are outside of the Earth's magnetic protection but we've never lost field. one to a solar flare no because they take precautions when they have really big solar flares uh they they give them warning they turn like i said they turn satellites away from the sun so that they don't get damaged the electronics yeah meanwhile within they have some type of protect protection uh coves i think in the in the space station and all that so they get in there and then they wait it out but but if they're just like you can't do a spacewalk, you know, when they when there's a, ma- a massive storm like this, because you they'll it'll pierce the, they won't uh, they won't explode or anything. But what happens is they you know they'll get those radiation particles like blasting through them. Even in space, um, there's these uh, neutrons that they uh, uh, the the very first men that went up in space they kept seeing these flashes of light like in their eyeballs, flashes of light like like if someone kind of if you hit your head or something, you see stars. Yeah. And what they found is, yeah, there's like neutrinos or, or, uh, that were barreling through them, you know, uh, in space. There's no protection from them, obviously, but they didn't notice that they do any damage or any, any consistent damage. But you can't stay in space for very long periods of time. Like the longest someone has stayed in space, I think, is three months. I could be wrong on that or six months, but that's pushing it. Because of the radiation? The radiation, yeah. It gets too much after time. Can I ask something? Yeah. Did were the Mayans predicting the end of the world as it pertains specifically to human life or the universe itself? Well, the or Mayans, the-, the Mayans, as far as we know, they didn't believe it was the end of the world or the end of humans per se. The Mayans believed their 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 true belief was really that the Earth was sort of like a spaceship and that it was traveling a journey. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the long calendar would be a new cycle. Right. Okay. So the Mayan, again, the Mayans didn't necessarily predict uh, a devastation. But to start a new cycle, sometimes. They predicted Priuses. Yeah. <laughs> to, start a new, to start a new cycle. Good for them. They were pretty hip. To start a new cycle, sometimes you have, life has to be wiped out, though. Yeah, I mean, you can, yeah, you can you can say that, or you can you can theorize that, but I, I guess it's sort of interesting to wonder because we keep talking about all of these uh, scientifically uh, specific or provable points about um, you know everything from molecular shifts to radiation and sun radiation and all that stuff, but at the beginning of the episode, you sort of started off by saying, we don't know for certain whether global warming is a you know result of human participation or if it's just the natural occurrence as it, as it would. Um, I think it's a natural occurrence. I think we, we add to it. My question is where the Mayans sort of looking at the combination of factors. Cause again, we talked about how there, nothing is random. So, you know, were they predicting this uh, confluence of human participation and natural occurrences. And in a way, if that were true, 
then when people theorize that the Mayans were predicting a new uh, age of enlightenment, I mean, it's kind of true. If it, if it just boils down to the fact that we need to live a very different way, that we need to not affect these compounding and much more uh, you know, rapidly occurring natural uh, uh, phenomenon, perhaps that's what it is. Perhaps it's that we, need, we need to take a look at the combination and how they're affecting each other. So again, right. it's like, you know, if we, if, like you said, the, the fault lines and, and the plate tectonic activity, all of that is coming at a more rapid pace. Well, we also do have a society uh, that is sort of behaving in a more and more complicated, more and more complex, and more and more stressful uh, kind of way, and uh, requiring more and more resources and requiring more and more interaction with nature. Um, to sustain our existence. And so perhaps this is the point at which that needs to be looked at. I mean, many people would agree with that, I would say. I don't I don't study the Mayans like Mike does because I'm not a weirdo. But um, <laughs> Actually, Jeff, a lot of people, they're pretty interesting people. Yeah, you know? They're all weirdos. Interesting <laughs> means weirdo. Well, no, I mean, but if, if by, by that, then we might as well not study the Egyptians either, the ancient Egyptians. Yeah, or, who cares? The <laughs> weirdos. Uh, no, trying, here's the thing. We're it, trying to put pieces together to explain how the hell we got here. From people that, like, here's the thing. The Mayans and the or, e- Egyptians, there's no way they could have predicted what we have become. Like how, hum- how how, how so? computers technology yeah but working they were ahead of, they were ahead of time in their technology yeah and if you think about if you think about pattern and we're talking about things compounding yeah. right then if if their ability to develop technology at their pace was something trackable and they could define a pattern within that then they could project how I mean they couldn't project the exact details but they could project if you were to look you know, thousands of years into the future of this human existence, that there would be a compounding development of technology. There would be a compounding development no, of, I, of 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 uh, population. All of those things. I mean, they they if they worked it out mathematically, then yes, if you were to extend the you know math problem, the Mayans used modern math. If yeah, you can but there's that. no way they're going to predict even the engine. They're not going to even predict not that. Not specifically. Well, not even something close to that. I think like the most they predict is like a horse, a wooden horse that is not alive or something like that. You know, like I don't think they're going to think what that about, an what about, engine would create Jeff, what you pollution. Don't what, you don't know what they dreamed about. <laughs> Jeff, I don't know. What, what the, about what about all the... They're in the stars. On, the, they're on drugs. That's what they're doing. <laughs> sure. What about all they're the... They're separating left and right brain and developing that muscle that can that has cognition. Or, uh, you know, I want to see all the failed predictions. I want to yeah. see like, oh, a Pegasus will, uh, will arise through a pig. <laughs> like I want to see Jeff, that kind of stuff. That's the Bible. Oh, Jeff, that's the Bible. stop for a second. Yeah. <laughs> all right, what about all the ancient uh artwork from the egyptians that depict uh flying machines could have had more description could it be a plane maybe and it was the way that they could describe it maybe they saw it but that's the only way they could manage to kind of try to convey that to us because they couldn't exactly get the you know all this stuff i mean they have they have uh there are images i've seen from the aztecs the aztec ruins yeah Mm -hmm. of what looks like people in spacesuits like mm-hmm. like a person in a spacesuit. Well, I mean, it's pretty incredible. A Mayan. This is some of the Mayan art. You yeah. Know, was, well, I mean, if you're looking at if you're looking at the, the pyramids, it was on the it was on the, the rocks of the their pyramids. It's really hard to draw on rocks. 
Yes, but they did it. Hey, they did it really the, well. That they, is something Jeff, that they, absolutely they had happened. Paint. They had paint. <laughs> they drew on rocks. Right. They had paint. Yeah, they had paint. They had dyes. The, when you go to the the uh, when you go into Egypt and you, and yeah. if you it's even can get into the very detailed artwork. If you if you can't if you can even get into the pyramids, they don't let you take pictures anymore right. because they don't want it fading the ancient paint in the artwork. I got into so. ruins at the Valley of the Kings. That's somewhere I have always wanted to, to go. I wanted to go see the Valley. I'm not saying it's not impressive, and I'm not saying, hey, maybe they 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 thought that something's going to happen like eventually, but there's no way they can predict. They could have predicted an engine that causes pollution this. that so what kills. Is, let me say, what, let me they, say, what is some of the artwork to pick? Go ahead. Yeah. Devils, I, I'm going to say gods. this: if 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 they were capable of pyramids, if they were capable, uh, if if the druids were capable of Stonehenge then they could conceive of a lever system. They could yes. conceive of possibly a gear system, right? Mm-hmm. Like if you were to actually carve out of stone some kind of uh, device that would help you propel, that's really simple, right? A gear, the two, think about two, two gears, okay. two wheels, right? All right. Clicking together or whatever types of things they manufactured in order to propel or yes. to multiply propulsion. They were capable of conceiving of that. So if they were just purely dreaming or purely theorizing, um, how, how would they sort of compound that idea or how would they advance that idea? Even if they weren't capable of it at the time, that's the basics of machinery. Jeff, when when the Wright brothers created, created <laughs> Jeff f- just got his mind Jeff, blown. Jeff, no, no, it's only my, my mind blown. Like they they didn't predict gasoline that would create pollution. We we were putting like what all these terrible things into our oceans, into our rivers, and we're like, yeah, some countries still do it, but I mean, now we know. Oh, don't shit in the lake that we drink out of because that's fucking gonna make us all sick. Or let's not put uh, the Mayans knew that too, though. They, they well, yeah. I mean, it's eventually you're gonna realize. Oh, yeah, I just drank my own shit just now. Like, but I mean, the thing is, like, like all this pollution that's going into the air and going into the oceans. Like, yes, that that could be what's causing global warming. What people say, you know, and that that's what could be warming up the Earth. That could be it. Did the Mayans predict that? No. Specific detail? No. No. But did they? what did they predict? They predicted, oh, yeah, mankind's evil will will destroy the world. It's a good point, it, though, because but, it's a good point evil, because it happened to them. And, it happened to them. It did it happen to them. them. Yeah, but exactly. that's more of like a political they, thing. They lost wars. The Mayans lost right. wars. They won wars and they lost wars. Wars, politics, all that. That's, that's what they predicted. Like, if you want to equate it to man's evil being pollution that was made for people to live a more comfortable life, then that is in your head. Like that's, that's your theory. Um, but that's not exactly at all what I'm saying. I'm just talking purely. In, uh, I mean, about, I mean, uh, generalize. Not, gen- if you want to generalize what I'm saying, then I'm talking about predicting further and further complication. If they're, right. you know, further and further, um, will man destroy the earth? Well, but hey, uh, Mike, wasn't there? Is was it the Mayans who were really into uh, painting their houses with lime? Have you ever heard this story? No, I don't think so. I'll, I'll look at that though for the next episode. If, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't recall that. There's an ancient um, uh, civilization. I, I might have been the Mayans, but uh, who became very sort of um, obsessed with painting their homes and their structures with lime because it was a sign of affluence, right? Mm-hmm. The more lime. 
you painted with and it created a whitewash of some kind. And the more you had, the whiter your house, the more affluent you were. And it was a very sort of so basic... So it's kind of a, a, a tier system then. Uh, yeah, like a basic social, social hierarchy. hierarchy. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. But the way to extract lime, you, you had to actually cut down trees, mm-hmm. right? So they, the more they, they became obsessed with that, the more trees they cut down, the more they extracted lime from the forest around them, the more they destroyed their their local ecology and then they actually became extinct for that reason because their food sources and their water sources started sure. to be affected by that. There's some right. that believe the dinosaurs weren't destroyed by a, 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 a comet at all. Um, that they actually just consumed too up. much. <laughs> they were dinosaurs and they yeah. ate it all up. Well, they consumed stinks. too much, but also the ice age came. Yeah. So um, there's, there's differing theories on that. We're going to leave it here, okay? And, um, this bullshit. I'm all heated now. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to leave it here. I don't want this episode to get too long. Um, in the next episode, um, we're going to hit on, on three final things, okay? One, uh, we're going to actually visit uh, numerology, which is actually very big in the Jewish faith. Mm. Um, and I had some interesting conversations uh, with my boss about this. Um, and uh, the numbers themselves... Uh, 12, 21, 2012, if you look at them, um, are very significant. Um, it's all twos and ones, and there's there's a single zero. <laughs> I thought he was going to say, they're very similar. Yeah, yes, they are. <laughs> yeah, they're a lot of there's, only one zero in, there's only one zero in the sequence. Um, and I'll explain that in the next episode. I found some interesting things about the numerology. The second thing, we're going to get a little away from the minds, actually. We're going to go to the book of Revelation. Okay, so this Uh-oh. predates the Mayans, of course, and uh, th- there's some very interesting things in the book of Revelation as well that, that it's all all relating to end times, okay? And then the last thing is I found some, I was going to talk about it in this episode, but I kind of like where the discussion went in this episode, so I'm going to save that for the last. Uh, it's not necessarily all doom and gloom, um, it's just some new findings that they've, uh, they've uncovered in Guatemala, which I think are kind of interesting. Uh, and then I have for myself, Probably I've got, um, I have some final <laughs> thoughts that I'll release to you the next episode on all of this and what may actually occur, you know. Final thoughts like in a will? No, final thoughts. You're just, packing it up? Just final thoughts of, of what I think this all means. You Do know, you have mm-hmm. plans for after December 21st? That's what I really want to ask. Yes, I have plans. Um, I hope to. New wardrobe. <laughs> new wardrobe. I just got a new puppy, so I'd like my puppy to, you know, grow. grow. I have a prediction. That whatever it is that they found in Guatemala is very delicious. Oh yeah, what do they have? Guacamole, Coffee? maybe? No, don't be racist. I'm not. I thought that's. I thought that <laughs> was. Kidding. I thought you were making that joke. I thought it was like Guatemala. Guatemala and co- they have coffee. Mm-hmm. They have yeah. a lot of good coffee. Yeah, some oh, delicious. Dishes. I thought you were making a bad joke. Sorry, mm-hmm. jokes on me. Jokes mm-hmm. on you. And if you think the world is going to end on the 21st, please send money to our website. <laughs> all of it. <laughs> Just empty out that big account. <laughs> Yeah, Jeff will take it all. I'll take it all. Uh, no, anyway, thank you guys for listening again. And thank you for writing in. Seriously, we're getting a lot of emails now. Yeah, and uh, we'll keep reading them. And uh, stay tuned for the next episode. Keep your eyes and ears out there. Let us know what you're hearing, seeing. Uh, we will be back. <laughs>